Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, falling asleep. Welcome. I hope you found the right place. I believe this it might be the right place for you. This is Sleep With Me. The podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. We, we do it with a bedtime story. Tonight it's a trending Twitter Tuesday, meditation type bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. Now you may say, what's the rest? What's the, what, what? Well, here's what we're going to do. Here's my proposal. You can decide whether to take me up, and I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain. Whatever has got you tossing and turning, whatever is agitating you, and prevent you from dozing off, sawing logs, as they say, which is a metaphor I have no understanding. I gotta look that up. Does it mean because you sound like you're sawing logs when you're snoring? I don't know. But I'm gonna tell a story, just like I'm your friend coming over to say, hey, did you hear about this? And you're like, oh boy, I don't wanna listen to this guy. His stories are so boring. But instead, you're gonna be like, oh, the boring guy's coming over. Or you might say the dulling guy, the lulling guy, the soothing guy. Whatever, I'm like the roto-rooter of bedtime stories. You call me, you oh, but and, and you don't even have, you just hit play on the podcast instead of having to call me technically. And then I just tell a story, and it distracts that part of you that's like blah 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 blah. It'll listen to the story. You'll listen too, but you'll be like, this guy's talking about plumbing, and I don't really care. But I paid him, so I don't have to be polite. I mean, you know, you know this podcast is free, by the way. And don't worry, I'm just using a metaphor here for the rotor rooter metaphor. Which I'll probably, I think that's a corporation. But that's what happens usually in this podcast. I just start talking and I get, you know, I take a turn and then all of a sudden I'm talking about rotor rooters and plumbing. You're asleep. So that's the, that's the, that's the, my attempt at explaining things is what puts you to sleep. Basically, you just saw it in action, micro, micro style. But that's, so that's what we do here. I have to tell you stories distract the racing part of your brain you fall asleep so get in bed turn out the lights and press play we're gonna do the rest that's what i said in case you're wondering we're on web com. trending tuesdays are at uh sleepingpodcast.com slash tuesdays or trending probably both i think i made links for both maybe even trending tuesdays you can email me feedback at sleepingpodcast.com if you have any feedback you can uh Find me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. I try to retweet sleep-related articles there. You can get us on Facebook if you want to talk on Facebook. That's where I put the bloopers. There's In the bloopers, there's like usually a little bit of me trying to, for the podcast, fix technical issues, sing. For some reason, for a speaking podcast, to warm up for it, I sing, which is based on um, this technique I made up called the uh, Singing to Warm Up for a Talking Podcast Technique. Uh, Frankenheimer Technique. I think I'll rename it after John Frankenheimer because it makes about as much sense as, you know, naming the Frankenheimer Technique makes about as much sense as Singing to Warm Up for a Talking Podcast. Anyway, that's the stuff you'll find on the uh, on Facebook. You can get a hold of me there. You can comment on the website. We also, I know that not a lot of podcasts have post office boxes, but we do. If you want to send a self-addressed stamped envelope to the post office box, so you uh, have an envelope, 
Then you have another envelope inside that envelope with your address and a stamp on it. I will send you three pages of outlines for the show written in my handwriting, which is like uh, cuneiform. I don't even know what cuneiform is, but I know it's hard to read. And my, my handwriting's terrible. But, you know, if you want a little souvenir, you say, well, this guy doesn't sell T-shirts. So this is for, it'll cost you like whatever stamp is, 40 cents. Uh, if you don't live in the U.S., just send me an envelope with your name on it. I will pay for the stamp. If you have any subway tokens or transit cards that are already used up, send those. I can give them to my brother as a gift. The Post Office Box, the Sleep With Me podcast, P.O. Box 1751, Alameda, California, 94501, or just go to than trying to sleep, you know, you don't really want to get in bed with envelopes. I mean, that's not, a, you know, that's not a great idea. Imagine you wake up with stamps all over you, the self-adhesive stamps they have now. And they're like, oh, wait, this was my granddaddy's rare stamp collection. Now it's on me. Anyway, that's the, that's that, that's that. So let's, I'm going to say some thank yous and we'll get on to the show. But thanks for listening. I hope I help you fall asleep. Thank you. It was the only thing Chris Posty posters in where it sounds like an earful podcast that does our music. Uh, Sir Scott and his lady Jennifer, who are responsible for our lovely uh, cover art artwork, you know, all that beautiful purple purple stuff was made by Scott. We this podcast this is your first time here. Uh, red alert. Well, maybe not red alert, but uh, we have a lord and lady at this podcast. They are. Um, in charge of all royal function, like if we had a coronation, well, I guess we would. Well, then they, yeah, they'd be king and queen. So I don't know if a podcast doesn't need a king and a queen needs a lord and a lady. Any any um ambassador type situation, they would handle that type of stuff if it ever came up, which thus far it has not. But they are still the lord and lady, uh, unpaid position as well. John, Jonathan and Shannon. Then we have a, a defrenestrator, Nick Vancour, Phenom 3, who is a, a wrestler who is also there, you know, to protect us against the Lord and the Lady if they decide to, uh, you know, rule with an iron fist or um, uh, just a hard fist. Uh, Damon D, he's on our backup. He does the show notes. He's also raising money for the Iron Man Foundation by participating in the Lake Tahoe uh, Iron Man. So if you have a chance, you have a couple extra dollars, you want to donate it to Damon D, go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash double D. That's just two Ds. Uh, new 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 people I've heard from, Joanna. She made a comment and said hi on Facebook and I think YouTube too. Richard R. said hi over on Facebook. Grace L. said hi on Twitter. Mary W. said hi on Twitter. And then I got lovely emails from Haley. Kyla, Mary, and of course Damon D, because he's on the backup. He's he's so much on the backup. He's like, hey, I noticed my backup isn't, you know, all the work I put into these show notes isn't getting to the website. And I say, yeah, uh, um, you know, I'm, uh, and so the uh, sorry, uh, iTunes reviews. I want to thank Dylan W, who says thank you for the Z's. Listening for about two months, well-rested, loves Game of Drones and Trending Tuesdays. Uh, Puttons, good old Puttons, says, uh, 
They've listened to rain, waves, fans, but now this podcast is Pavlovian. They're drowsy at the sound of the storyteller's voice, the cool side of the pillow. It's like Kenny Maine. It's almost like we got a, maybe this is Kenny Maine. Hey, but it's Puttons. Good old Puttons. And then uh, Amazing says, uh, oh boy, this is going to be a tough one. HDK. HDK. DOK. Docket. Good. Hood, 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 hood. HDLOCK. Doc shock, uh, dud. I think there should be an unglot. He says we have a superpower, wonderful podcast, and then uh, and then uh, over on our Game of Drones only feed. B A N V H Banva says uh, they don't even watch Game of Thrones, but they like uh, the voice of this podcast. So wow, that's uh, that's uh, thank you. So that's our thank you. Thank you all for listening. And, uh, well, you know, let's get out of the show. What do you say? All right. Test, test, test. All right, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's time for another trending Twitter Tuesday. Uh, it's uh, Super Bowl Sunday. So I was a little bit worried uh, about what we'd get, but I took some screenshots. It's uh, 1231 Pacific Daylight Time on uh, Feb- Fe- Happy February, February 1st, right? February 1st. Double check that, yes. Um, so, yeah, those of you guys that don't care about sports or don't live in the U.S., the Super Bowl is going on. It's the NFL uh, championship game to find out uh, who wins you know, the Super Bowl. And it's interesting because there's like, a, it's, it tends to be a very American thing. And I don't know, people get it. I, I usually they, sometimes the game's a disappointment, or a lot of the times it is. But, you know, we, we take it, there's a lot going on today. And, uh, but then somebody said to me yesterday, I said, well, I think three times as many people watched, are going to watch the Man City Chelsea game yesterday than the Super Bowl today across the world. So that's a, you know, uh, at least they had the uh, decency to say Super Bowl and NFL National Football League uh, instead of like the World Bowl or the World, I think they did have a World Football League. But so we're, we got our – I took pictures of our tweets. I was trying to think. I, I knew – I heard this story uh, that I was wanted to tell you guys tonight, and it's about uh, – I don't know. It's You know, I had that dance class story, and I've been thinking about dancing and, and music because I'm trying to figure out how to write the algorithmic song. And I'm like, okay, well – and then I'm like, well, one, one, let's do one thing at a time. Let's write the song, and then we'll figure out how to dance. And then someone was like, did you ever hear about the dance, the Dougie, the real story behind the Dougie? And I was like, the Dougie, that rings a, a bell a little bit. And I was like, and I said, I said they said, remember the U, that YouTube video? And I said, oh, wait, the one with the young woman from the Clash of Clans ads on TV. And they said, that's not Clash of Clans, it's some Clash of Clans-like game. And I started thinking about uh, freemium games and, you know, getting irritated, to be honest with you. I'm not here to bash anybody or get up on a soapbox, but it's tough. But then they said, said, this is interesting because this is the story of, uh, of how freemium games came to be. And it's a legal battle, a dance battle. And, um... You know, a sad, you know, 
battle of technology versus, you know, common sense when tech, when it makes more, you know. And I said, well, you got to tell me this story, man. Like, I cannot. I was like, oh, wait, give me a minute while I think about that video and try to picture it in my head because um, it was very cute. I remember, I can't think of uh, her name, um, but she, she was very cute. And I remember it was a basketball game or something, and she, her friend was laughing. And you got the sense of youth and uh, brightness and, uh, and not in a negative way, a desire for fame and attention in a, in a non-negative way, in a cute way, I guess. And he said, he said do you want to hear the story about the, uh, the greatest story about dance, freemium, and um, you know, legal trouble? And I said, hit me, bro. And he said, well, this is a story about Dougie, the inventor of Dougie. His name was Dougie Friedman. And uh, I said, really, huh? It makes sense, Dougie. I was like, he's not Doug, though. Like, it wasn't the Dougie. Like, he was Doug and the dance was Dougie. He said, no, this is Dougie. And, um, you know, the, the dance is the Dougie. I said, okay, okay, I'm with you. He proceeds to tell me a story about so, and then of course you know me. I'm like, well, wait, wait, is it D O U G Y? Is it Dougie with an I E or a Y? And he said, to be honest, I don't know if the dance has a Y or an I E, but he's a Dougie with an I E. And I said, is he a Friedman? Friedman F R. Is it, how does that work? The I and the E thing. I can never I before E. Except after, and he said, and I said, okay, I'm going to be quiet. You tell me this story. And he said, well, it can almost be called the worst day in four words, uh, the story. And I said, like, something like dumped on Super Bowl Sunday. Dumped on Super Bowl Sunday. That's four words. And then I said, well, dump, if I could remember, if I wanted to remember her name, but I guess she couldn't be dumped by um, Super Bowl Sunday. No. And I said, uh, uh, he, he, he was just looking at me. And I said, oh, yeah, you're telling the story, not me. Sorry. And he said, this is the story of Dougie Friedman loses everything. And I said, well, that's four words, but it's not exactly specific enough for a day. And he started giving me his eyes, you know, and his forehead started wrinkling up. I said, you know, we got if we're going to tell a story, you got a refi- refinery. You know, so Dougie Friedman loses everything. The day, the day, Dougie Friedman. So I'm like, you really hamstrung us with this worst day in four words. Dougie's day. Dougie's dance of doom. No, Dougie's day of doom. But then we're wasting it on of. And I was like, you think we have to count of as? And he said, yeah. And I said, and then I said, okay, he's buying into this title stuff. And I said, Dougie, the day, now then we're wasting two words, the day, Dougie, the day, Dougie. Well, I was like, if he, does he make it to the end of the story? And he said, yeah, he goes, if it would, you know, and I said, okay, well, it's because I was going to say, you know, the, the big day when you, um, Super Bowl, is Super Bowl one word or two words, you think? And he said, I think it's one word. And I said, okay, Super Bowl. I said, what if we call it Super Bowl disaster for Dougie? And he said, I like it. I like it. He goes, well, he goes, okay, why don't you tell the story 
uh, podcast guy. And I said, well, no, I'm interpreting the story. It's a different, um, because the story could be interesting, but then if I run it through my brain and mouth, it'll be, you know, didn't I explain to you how this podcast works? And he said, I was pretty sure you were joking about the podcast and that, you know, it was just another one of your things. And I said, oh, you kidder. And I said, that's hilarious. And I said, no, no. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't mean to go back, but I said, I just thought of a, uh, um, uh, a loophole. Can I pitch you on it? He said, yeah. And I said, Dougie's Super Bowl disaster dance. Because it, we can say, you know, we use the possessive and we cheat. And we get dance in there. We don't still have freemium. Uh, Dougie's Super Bowl disaster dance. Dougie's dance. Of, see, then you need of. And he said, oh, no, he goes, oh, you said the podcast is boring, right? And I said, right, right. I said, dull, lulling, pointless. And he said, yeah, I could have, he, he goes, okay. And, and I said, so Dougie's Super Bowl disaster dance. Go ahead, tell me the story. And he rolled his eye. I thought, I was like, are your eyes, I was like, I never seen anybody who could roll their eyes that far back. And he said, I didn't know I could do it, but the level of rage I'm feeling at you and I said, well, that's not really healthy for you. Let's breathe that out. And he said, that's, he goes, that's not healthy breathing. He goes, you're supposed to breathe from your belly and your nose. And I said, well, my, I, don't, I was like, I was like, do you, I was like, I go, my nose is always stuffed. My whole life, it's been stuffed every single day. And I was like, you think I should see a doctor about that? And then he crossed his arms. I said, I'm just kidding. I said, I'm not really kidding. Do you? Th- but, but go ahead and tell your story. So Dougie's Super Bowl disaster, go. And he said, okay. Well, he goes, there was a he goes, there was this law passed a couple of Super Bowls ago. And he goes, I think it was called, uh, and I was like, a legal, national law, state law, local law. And he's like, I think it was either. He goes, it was SB forty nine. He goes, so it sounds like uh, state ballot forty nine. And I said, it sounds legal. It sounds like a lot to me. And he goes, yeah, it was SB 49. He goes, you know, Bay Area, California, you know, we, 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 we like a lot of things, but there's a lot of things people don't like. And he said, you know, when people get up in arms about stuff, they, uh, they, um, you know, they can be anti a lot of things. And I said, I hear you, I hear you. And I said, but I thought those powers were taken away from us by, um, you know, the, the corporate uh, financing loophole, you know, when corporations became people, I thought, you know, all those uh, propositions were out of our hands, you know, because we don't have. And he said, well, he goes, you know, he goes, no, they, he goes, it was more chaotic than uh, most of the other stuff because, you know, you can spend all this money. And then he goes, yeah. He said, but the, he goes, you never know how people, what, what, he goes, you know, what people are going to get angry about. And I said, well, was this a law to ban freemium games? And he said, no, no, no. He goes, there's a way, he goes, you kidding me? They wouldn't even, he goes, they could get, you know, make those signatures disappear if you tried to ban free. And I go, what about a freemium labeling act? And he, he started looking, he goes, what are you crazy? He goes, you're going to mess with the free, what, what are you nuts? He goes, you're crazy. And he said, don't you have a love for games that are both um, 
you know, fun, but also irritatingly asking, you know. And I said, well, it depends on how you roll. Like, I was like, I love me a Temple Run, too. And I said, that's freemium, right? And uh, But, you know, you can still play it. Uh, and, you know, I, you know what I look for in my games, ideally, is like while somebody else is in the bathroom or uh, I'm waiting for a bus game or, you know, I'm, I'm somebody's late. Those are what I look for in my freemium games. And he said, well, what are you playing nowadays? I said, Chip Chain. Is, uh, well, I got sick of that. And I said, you know, maybe, I, don't, I don't know. And nothing really. I was like, I've just been, re- you know, I got a lot of going on with this. Like, you wouldn't believe the amount of work that it takes to do a lulling podcast. And then he doubled over in laughter. And he said, you are hilarious sometimes. And I said, anyway, guess get back. So the SB49 passed. You, you know, you're having enough fun at my expense. And I go, so so explain to me this whole SB 49. What was the law? And he said, well, it's basically, he goes, it's the nipple for nipple act. And he goes, basically, you know, they said of the Super Bowl, it, he goes, it was crazy. He said, you know, Super Bowl, he said, there was a bunch of other stuff in there, uh, including something we'll get to that's surprising. But he said one of the things was that if a nipple is shown a nipple of the opposite sex must be shown, incidentally or in, in with intent, you know, a nipple for a nipple. So any male nipple needs a female nipple. Any female nipple needs a male nipple or no nipples. And I said, oh, that's interesting. I said, what about um, interspecies nipples? Like what if they show a cow a nipple or do they have to show a, a bull? Do bulls have nipples? And then he said, the day I told you this story, how many words is that? I said, I don't know. He said, because this is going to be the worst day in my life so far. And I said, okay, so SB49, nipple for nipple. I was like, and he he said, well, that's, he goes, that's what's interesting. He goes, the people that wrote this act didn't foresee that, he goes, you know, he goes, sometimes you really are fortuitous. And I said, I don't think you're using that word correctly. He said, I don't care what you think. He goes, because I'm about to compliment you. Maybe I'm at foresight. And he said, because they had um, this big fundraiser for the Super Bowl. This is maybe the last Super Bowl or Super No, before the Dougie. He said maybe three or four years ago. He said it was the Kitten Bowl. And the law had already passed. And they were having this huge Kitten Bowl. He said, this is like the... Uh, you know, Kitten Rescue Society, he goes, even the other animal rescue societies, every humane society, this was going to raise like millions of dollars. And he said, because wherever the Super Bowl was, he said, they they were like, okay, we'll give you free advertising during the Super Bowl for this Kitten Bowl. And he goes, that was a great Puppy Bowl backlash because people said they were sick of the Puppy Bowl. And people were like, where the hell are the kittens? And and he goes, you know, this this was before they realized that cats are boring when compared with puppies. But he goes, anyway, he goes, all these politicians ran at it because he goes, you know, I was like, well, I'm a cat politician. You know, I love love dogs, but I love cats a little bit more. And he said, so he said this Dougie Friedman guy, right? He said he was like an executive producer, director, he because he was a vision head behind the uh, broadcast of this kitten bowl. And he, he was a charmer. He knew all, he got all these politicians, celebrities, athletes. 
everybody that loved cats was coming out of the woodwork for this kitten bowl. And he goes, and we're not anti-anything. I mean, they didn't realize, you know, just because people got sick of the puppies. He goes, they were sick of the idea of the puppy bowl. But once you see the puppy bowl, you're like, oh, oh, little puppy. Oh, you licked the other one. Oh, that one's going to the bathroom. He goes, cats, you know, he goes, it's more unpredictable. He goes, he goes, as an aside, I have a new, I'm I'm trying to make a cat screensaver one. He goes, I think cats are better as a screensaver. And I said, what's a screensaver? And he said, are you joking? I said, well, kind of, but a joke, a biting joke, because no one cares about screensavers. What are you, living in 1999? And he said, anyway, back to my story. I said, yeah, back to your story. Uh, he said, so Doggy Freeman has a, everything's ready to go on this kitten bowl. And then uh, he says, uh, so they're getting ready to broadcast live halftime of the Super Bowl. And he goes, I think this might have been at the Seahawks' new stadium, maybe, that where the Super Bowl. Was there a Super Bowl there? And I go, I don't know. I go, what do you remember where Super Bowl is? And I said, I don't, I don't remember. And he said, okay, well. He goes, they had this, everything's ready to go on the puppy bowl, or the kitten. He's like, everything's ready to roll on the kitten bowl. And then he says, some, uh, one of the writers of this, SB49, he goes, well, you wouldn't believe this. He goes, there's some people out there that are anti-cat and 100% dog or 100% whatever, but this guy was a legal genius, and he had heard about it. Plus, he was like uh, part of the... Um, you know, what are they called? The, because uh, one of those, you know, groups that is against everything. And I said, okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, you better keep going. Your story's getting boring. And I said, I can't, you know, if you had double boredom, it's like a double negative. And he said, well, excuse me, Mr. Pointless. And I said, you're the one that's pointless. And that took a while. I won't even tell you guys. We went back and forth about who was. And um, he said this guy figured out that, uh, you know, in he goes, in 1080i, you could see cat's nipples. And it was silent just like that, I said. Now, I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if I've seen, well, I was like, okay, wait a second, I've seen cat, cat, a litter of kittens. And I said, wow. And I said, on kittens? I was like, that's, that's kind of weird. I mean, just looking at cat's nipples, I was like, I know they joked about it in that uh, Men Stiller movie, but he, I was like, I was like, that, that, there's something wrong with that guy. He goes, exactly, but he called in uh, the station, and uh, I was like, what was this running on, like uh, Cat and Garden TV or something? He said something, he goes, something like that, but he goes, they were picking up the feed for the ad, and he was like, they were going to do a live commercial. He goes, so this guy got a hold of every, you know, the network. And I said, well, wow. And he said, you know, you can't show kittens nipples. And I can see them on 1080i. I'm watching the raw feed. And I'm seeing nipples everywhere. And he goes, I need to know there's a 50-50 ratio of male cats of female cats in there. And Friedman was on the phone. He said, what are you, crazy man? He goes, these kids, he goes, you can't just set male and female. He goes, I, this isn't like dogs. Cause I don't, I don't know what will happen. Some of the, and the guy said, I don't care. And, uh, 
Meanwhile, it was like, just like, he goes, there was a countdown for the live commercial going on. And uh, this guy, he had cronies, so he's calling up the, and the, the network heads are like, okay, start throwing. So they just start, th- this guy's in like a, like an arena, a fake arena they built with walls. And he's like, his cats, and they're throwing more cats in there. And I think maybe even this guy, he had planned it, so he had truckloads of adult cats and and he goes, this poor Doug, Dougie Freeman's in there. And he had fancied himself like a, um, you know, his future celebrity. So he's like on there ready. He's doing the broadcast too. And they were supposed to be like Miss America or Miss Mrs. America or Miss Teen USA. I can't remember which one was supposed to be in there with them, but they were still working. But, but they hadn't gotten in the arena because once they saw these cats, you know, then the cats started getting agitated. And then there's almost too many cats. And then they said, we still don't have a count. We can't go to broadcast. You know, they said, live in five, four. And they went to live to broadcast. And and they went to live to broadcast. And uh, Dougie, the only thing you think to do, like, what are you they're yelling in his ear? The producer can't. What are you? And they said, you know, whatever. Why did you hardwire the equipment to go live? Why we can't cut this? And he's like, this is a billion households. And he said, that's just not true. There's not a billion people watching the Super Bowl. It's a marketing term. And they said, do something. You're live. And so he got up to the camera. So he filled the whole frame, 100% of the frame. And he was like, huh. And then he did the Dougie, the dance. And I said, okay. I go, that's, I go, that's not the end of the story, right? And this guy was telling me, he goes, no, no. And I was like, because that was kind of a buildup in the wrong place. And he's like, excuse me, story master. And I said, well, no, I'm just telling. And he said, don't worry. He goes, that's only like the, uh, he goes, and the people were watching him do this dance. And it, it, it caught on. Like people, he goes, that's, so that was the start of the Dougie. He goes, the thing was, he thought it was hardware live. Everyone there did, but the network didn't. So he's like, it only made it on YouTube. And he goes, it didn't actually make it to the Super Bowl. And I said, well, what did they show in place of it? He said, well, a sponsored ad. And I said, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, let's do a little sponsored uh, tweet. And he said, no, thank you. You do. And I said, okay, well, it's halftime, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, all right, I'll take over. I said, hey, everybody. Sorry, we uh, we were going to do a kitten bowl here, but we had some complications. But there's nothing better than sitting around with kittens, uh, no nipple kittens. Now, what you know, kittens that are perfectly flat on the floor, no matter what. Uh, set, I was, uh, I'm sorry, I got distracted from the crystal. You said they couldn't see it in 720p, but 1080. Did you say 1080i or 1080p? My friends, like you're supposed to be doing a fake sponsored post for. And I said, well, there's nothing I love more. Then now looking at cat's nipples and then soda pop. Soda. Some of you call it Buffalo Bills fans call it pop. Green Bay fans may call it pop. I don't know. Uh, I wonder what other NFL cities call it pop. But anyway, whether you call it pop or soda or Coke, what you really should be drinking is a Pepsi because, uh, that's who sponsored us, and that's what I like to drink when I'm looking at a cat. That caramely sweetness, the caffeine, especially to perk me up, to have the energy to run around with a bunch of kittens at the kitten bowl.
close to the ground. No kitten nipples were shown or harmed during the uh, making of this commercial. Thank you. And uh, I go, okay, we're back. Go ahead and finish your story. He said, okay, so he goes, clearly, you know, the corporate people, he goes, the guy in the head, the head of uh, the kitten bowl, the poly, everyone turned on this guy. They were like, he goes, the big shack guy was like, Friedman, doggy, I don't know what the hell that was, but for the love of Tom Brady, get the hell out of here. You're finished in, in home, garden, kitten, lifestyle, uh, entertainment don't even don't even you know for and take your you know don't even pretend to be a purina puppy child person and try to get on the puppy train get out of here and he was crushed clearly because he had dreamed of uh one day starting um you know an empire or you know hitching his wagon wasn't there a dog ad used to be with a wagon that crashed into a dog's bowl? Chuck wagon is that a is that a dog food? And he said, "I'm." I, he was, I thought, and I said, "Oh, sorry." He said, "I'm sorry, I interrupted you." And he said, uh, "You know, uh, he was crushed because he he had big dreams of uh, you know being an obscure you know those cable channels." that uh, you you don't want. And then he goes, he was so depressed, he started thinking about that. And then he said, well, maybe my dream was crazy. He goes, maybe one day, you know, niche cable channels will only be available to the people that want them. And not that the people that are so incredibly bored or super high that they'll watch the channel because it's, you know, funny at the time. Or he goes, you know, I'm so upset right now that I'm just watching these infomercials. And he goes, I forget that they're trying to sell me stuff, and then I remember, and I'm resentful. And he guess he watched a ton of TV for weeks and weeks at a time. And he he uh, he, he only subsisted on this Waffle House food by his house. He would eat there three times a day and just watch strange cable channels. So he would, like, know, like, World War One. He'd be like, did you see that 3D World War One show? To so the people at the Waffle House, and people would be like, well, I'm just here for my grits, man. Leave me alone. And so, but one thing he noticed was, uh, so he's thinking about it, like, why, why? Because I don't have any interest in this, uh, you know, exercise program or... You know, uh, fishermen that fish, uh, ice hole fishermen or whatever. He goes, if I did, maybe I would watch it. If you know, uh, because I don't got anything against it though either. And he was just confused and lost, as they say. But what really got him is like, so he's on this. He eats three times a day, like a normal person that follows that advice. Eat three times a day, but he. uh he was like eating there seven days a week at the Waffle House, and so he noticed that uh, he had lost track of time. He had uh, uh, they had they had fired him, but he was well paid, so he could, he was like surviving uh, on his emergency fund. He was one of those people that was lucky enough to have an emergency fund, which he was slowly blowing at the Waffle House. But since he had lost track of the days a week, he noticed, you know, Monday, no no line. For, you know, 9 o'clock breakfast at the Waffle House, Tuesday, Wednesday. Anytime between, you know, 8.45 and, and 11, no line. But he said, 
you know, it was like one or two days a week he'd go there and he'd have to wait for his Waffle House, even though he's eating alone. It was pretty busy because it's a weekend. I mean, he didn't know it was Saturday or Sunday. And But he was, you know, after the first couple of times he had outbursts, they were like, listen, Dougie, uh, you can't uh, be doing that. And then at the meanwhile, he didn't know this because he was in this depression and funk, but, you know, slowly, you know, his dance had infiltrated the dance world, especially the NFL dance world or the celebration dance world or the people that do dances in their, like, break room dance world, not the actual people that dance. Maybe some of them did it too, um, but, you know, actually combined with stuff instead of people that just do the one move. You know, the uh, 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 office clown, you know, that would be a break room or coffee, you know, people that do it in a coffee shop. Or a lot of cute girls, like we had said, took up this dance because uh, it was, uh, and then I think some Oakland A's maybe did it. I can't remember, but, but he said this was all going on while he's just eating at the Waffle House. And they had told him, like, don't make a scene, just wait your turn. He's like, but I got I to gotta wait 45 minutes yesterday. I just sat down and I had my, you know, he was going through the menu of the Waffle House. Or is the Waffle House a buffet? And I said, isn't that my, am I, aren't I supposed to interrupt this story with dumb questions? And he said, uh, yeah. He goes, but I can't remember. I go, yeah, same here. It's been a while. I go, I wish I had a Waffle House right now. He goes, so do I. I was like, where do you think the closest one? I was like, maybe, are there any in L.A.? He said, I doubt it. I said, oh, well, it's too far to go then for food. And so then he, uh, when he was waiting at pet, um, Waffle House, he, he had a passive-aggressive streak, which we, we know, you know, we know, and it's an ugly part of people. So he'd just be like, oh, waiting is the worst, or he'd talk to people, or he'd be mumbling to himself. And then somebody's like, why don't you bring a book? And he's like, eh, I don't like well, books are boring. I just want to eat. I'm so hungry. And then... uh Somebody else would, like, do a crossword. He's like, no. And then he saw kids playing on their parents' phones. And he said, hey, what are you doing? And the kids would say, stay away from me, creep. And he'd say, whoa, whoa, I'm just, uh, did you, you know, do you like kittens? And the, a lot of kids didn't like kittens. And then finally there's just one girl. She goes, oh, I'm playing a, a kitten club. I like kittens. Come sit next to me. And he said, uh, he goes, what is a kitten club? And she goes, well, you buy stuff for um your kitten, and then you put it on there. And he goes, well, how much did this game cost? He goes, 99 cents. She goes, that's what she said. And he said, huh. And he said, what is it uh, on? And she said, iOS, Android. And he said, interesting. He goes, well, how much does it cost to buy your kitten stuff? She goes, oh, whatever, you know, 50 cents to buy it a necklace or look at this beautiful hat I have. And he'd say, oh, that's cute. Your kitten's cute. Uh, he goes, oh. And he said, well, how do you earn money? And she said, like any other game, you just run around and collect coins, like between the kitten villages, and then you spend the money. And he said, well, is it like one of those ones like um, where you could just keep going between the villages and collecting coins? They keep producing the coins. Every time you go into a village, you could just go right back out and collect coins. She's like, Really? he goes, yeah, look. And he says, so you could just keep collecting coins and then spend it. 
And then it ended up that girl didn't work out because then she had all these coins. So the next time you saw her, he's like, she was sitting there crying. And he goes, what's the matter? She goes, oh. He goes, aren't you going to play some kitten cups? She goes, I have everything. So boring now. I just have to wait for my food because I get, you know, a dollar a year to spend on apps, you know, a game. And, you know, I don't have the password to my parents' thing. And uh, so, you know, I just get to download one game. And he said, well, is there a one game a year? She said, well, I'm trying to get him to do it a quarter, you know, every four, three or four months. But she's like, you know, and he said, so you're only allowed to buy one game. What about a free game? And she said, free? She goes, how would you make a free game and make money? And he said, well, you're right about it. And then, and then, that, then the next thing you know, he's home. And this, like everything, this comes in a dream. And he had this dream one night that he was jumping around and uh, jumping from like TV screen to TV screen. He was in a game, well-dressed kittens were addressing him. Hello, sir. Hello. You seem to be jumping. He said, yeah, I'm jumping from channel to channel, man. And uh, the kitten would look down. The TVs were flat so the kitten could see who was in the TV and he could see if he jumped on there. But the kittens would say, oh, come to my TV. Do you want to watch something totally re- irrelevant to your life and just barely entertaining? And he'd say, no. And then one kitten was like, what if I pay you? And then he said, well, how much? And the kitten said, uh, "I could I pay you in fancy hats? Because I have a lot of fancy hats. And he said, no. And then another kitten said, pearls. And he said, well, pearls, possibly. And he said, yeah, the stream went on and he was collecting things from fancy cats. And in exchange, watching shows about uh, housewives that are incredibly wealthy and irritating. And he said, sometimes he's like, I'd binge you. There was a couple of good ones. There was a hair salon one that was good. But then he's like, get to one that would be about a, um, you know, a, a toenail salon, fingernail salon. He's like, it wouldn't be good. It'd just be yelling, you know, without a charismatic character that I could root for, or someone that was, like, conflicted straight. He goes, too good and evil, not just, you know, paradoxical or enigmatic. And I said, wow, for somebody, this gets pretty deep for someone that just, uh, you know, was, and he said, probably, my friend said, you know, probably, you know, the depression he went through and all that. He goes, this is all the dream, too. And I, oh, okay, dream logic, got you. And then so he said he he kept having this dream and he's like, what a message is it trying to give me? And and then he he, then he remembered like uh, he goes he was having it, it must start on a Monday at every night, and then he goes Saturday came, your Friday night he goes Saturday morning wakes up he's got to wait in line at a Waffle House again, and he sees the girl and she, he's like, hey, what do you got a new game? She's like, yeah, this game's great. And he said, what do you do? And she said it's like, uh, you know, Tetris, but with, um, uh, you know, uh, she goes to Tetris, but, you know, different. Go Betris and goes, oh, like a free, free, uh, oh, like a freeware type game. She's like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, how, and she goes, well, you, you know, do a math equation. That's the only difference between, you know, my parents got it for me. And he said, how much was it? She goes, this one ninety nine, but it's educational. And he said, well, it's him. He goes, well. 
And then he was looking at it and he goes, oh, you know, because there's some sort of something wrong with the uh, way they're sending the equation. He goes, the odd numbers are always on the, uh, the, the short side. And she goes, really? And so then she was, you know, cracking that game. And he said, this kind of feels like something... And then he said he started jumping around the store, uh, and they banned him from the Waffle House after that because he knocked a couple kids over. And he was like, I don't know what got under me. And they said, you're jumping around and saying, fancy hats. And I said, oh, boy. And he was hoping that was a dream, but it wasn't. So he's banned from Waffle House. And then he said, well, this is it, man. Banned from the one place I eat. Maybe I should change my diet and... um because uh, I can't shake this cable, uh, you know, buying stuff you don't need. The video, and and then he, he said, he goes, uh, he was like, wait a second. He goes, these games. He goes, I, 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 and he sat down, and, you know, we're fast. We go, we're going to do these. He sat down, he, instead of watching TV, he started learning these, uh, whatever the language of games is. And he started making games. He said, well, I think I can fix that Tetris game. And then he was like, oh, he started learning the different, you know, coding and all that type of stuff. And meanwhile, he liked to have the TV on in the background as like background noise. And he was like, that dream, fancy cats. And And meanwhile, same time, same his fame now, his dance is officially the Dougie. That woman, I almost had her name. Um, I can't, but anyway, uh, so he's like, oh, wait a second. He goes, why? He started playing that fancy cats game because he wanted to reconstruct the cats from his dreams. But while he's doing it, he's like, what if the rate of coins was torturously slow? The game was free because you could only get so many coins and then he goes, and then he goes, you know, he figured out the whole app store thing. You buy that. because goes, but once you're logged in, he goes, what if you just buy coins for 99 cents? Enough to almost dress your cat fancy. And then he goes, and, what? and he figured out, that back basically this was the guy that, you know, he cracked the freemium idea that we have no patience. Because he was like, I can't wait in line. Everything came together for him. Not, you know, the whole thing about, the Waffle House, and that, and, and he said, oh, yeah, and, and then he started shopping this idea around, he called the thing, and they were like, who, who is what? And then he said, he, he, since he had only been at Waffle House, he had a whole raggedy beard, he said, you know, he started cleaning up his act, he got a suit. As soon as he started going out, people were like, "That you're Dougie, and people would do his dance, and they'd say, uh, Kate, like Kate, uh, oh, I almost had her name there, and he, and he'd say, what? And they say, look at this. And he'd say, wow, that was a beautiful young woman doing that same dance I did. Out of awkwardness, she's doing it with a, a plum. And, um, you know, uh, that's a star. And then he said, uh, people were like, yeah, you're a star, though, man. And he said, oh, wow. So he started calling these gaming companies. And he said, yeah, I saw you had this cat game. And he goes, I have an idea, you know, model that you could make your cat. And he said, the thing is, 
he made, made they, he said, why don't we team up, you know, he goes with some corporations. And I don't want to say what companies start with. Now, you couldn't, it was really hard to patent this idea, I think, because it's like ripping off people because they don't have patience and they didn't realize at the time about the App Store catch. Now, so I don't know if he was at the company that made Candy Crash or Sweet Face or whatever, you know, Kit, Kit, Kit and Mouth or whatever game. But he did, Doug, he hit it big. And we made a lot of money. Now, not as much money, uh, clearly not as much money as if he had uh, pat, you know, if you could patent that. And now there's been, you know, backlash that you can't just spend all your parents' money. Once you're logged in, you got to, you know, have a password each time you want to buy freaking 50 coins for $1.99 or whatever the hell they're charging. But, uh, he was the guy behind premium, which is strange because then uh, Kate Upton, that's the Clash of Clans, and he said, no, no. I said, oh, let me tell the story now, uh, is is in those commercials. I, I'm not sure if it was like a sense of irony, like the director of the commercials. Like we had to hire Kate Upton, and people were like, brilliant, brilliant idea. And he said, well, because you don't know the history of Doug, Dougie Friedman, and they were like, who? And they said, the dance, yeah, that's why I love Kate Upton. Originally, you know, that was the dance that made me think of her as a, a future star and also probably have inappropriate thoughts. And he said, well, she, you know, put a smile on your face, right? And they said, yeah, it did. He goes, well, there's a whole Dougie's Super Bowl disaster dance is what they really should call it. <sighs> And people were like, well, we'll, we'll get Kate Upton for this uh, Clash Clans clone. And the guy said, wow, Clash Clans clone. Uh, Dougie's Super Bowl disaster dance. It's a lot of uh, alliteration. But anyway, so that, you know, uh, things worked out for Dougie, I think. I don't think he's married to Kate Upton or anything, but... uh, that's a that's a story that I was told, and I kept interrupting the storyteller, but then you know it got to you guys. So interesting stuff, I guess. I mean, I'd like to punch. I mean, I'll be honest. If I see this Dougie, I'll punch him in his fit. Well, maybe not because he's responsible for the Dougie. He cares for cats, so you know maybe I won't, but probably will because that freemium. And I haven't even spent any freemium money. No, I did. I did one time. What was it on? It was Clash Clans. Tiny Tower. Did they try to charge you money, or is that just like the idea? But how's Tiny Tower? I wasted a lot of time. I mean, that was fun. And then Tiny Death Star. Um, but I'm pretty sure I spent money on Clash Clans, maybe, or something else. There was one time. I think it was two ninety nine or something. Maybe it was four ninety nine. Could have even been. I'm ashamed to say nine ninety nine. I don't know. Maybe not. That Clash Clan's a little late. Um, just trying to figure out what I could have blown that money on. I know I did now. And they said, "Oh, there, there goes that gold. It's so much easier to spend than real money." Um, Re up me. So that's the story of Dougie Freeman, the Super Bowl disaster dance, and the Kitten Bowl, and premium games, and Kate Upton, and the Dougie dance. Wow, Super Bowl Sunday, uh, you know, 
And who, I wonder if that law is still in effect, the Nipple for Nipple Act, because that's a federal statute now. So keep an eye on it if you see any nipples. Well, actually, this is going to come out a week and a half after the Super Bowl. Oh, so that's that's not great. But I guess maybe I could, well, what is, I, don't, I don't know. All right, thanks for listening. I hope I helped you sleep. Good night.